Don't forget your library card. Today on Podcast Magoria. Hello and welcome to another episode of Podcast Magoria's Halloween A to Z. My name's Autumn. And I'm James. And today we are at V. That's right, for Vendetta. No, oh. that's not even a horror movie, James. Mm, depends on who you ask. We'll get into that another time. No, it's <laughs> V for Volumes of Blood. Oh yeah, that's right, <laughs> this 2015 super ultra mega and other buzzwords independent film yes so independent that it had a budget of four thousand dollars yeah we know that at least four thousand dollars were spent via kickstarter yes and it turns out that this was part of this library's like filmmaking program like we did a little bit of like rough research because when we were watching this we were like okay this has to be a student project yeah so hmm i guess you could call this kind of this is like an ethical version of zombie wars yeah hmm We'll just have to get into Mm. our comparisons of that, I guess. Mm. Yes. (laughs) Running at an hour and 36 minutes. Folks, we're at the last little bit of the Halloween Agency. Yes. And I gotta say, I'm pretty excited. Yeah. Because we got still some, some other movies to talk about. Yes. And they're all. Roughly an hour and 30 minutes. Yeah. Yeah. They could be shorter, though. They could be. Some that we might be talking about right now. <laughs> <laughs> Let's dig into this anthology movie <laughs> and try to pull our punches, Autumn. Yes, of course. Maybe. Of course. Wow, nice pun. Um, <laughs> in fact, the movie start, guess what date it is? November 16th. Nope, it's October, Friday the 13th. Now, wait a minute. Just like this year. Just like this very year. Just like this year. Oh, my God. Did this just happen? It just happened. Oh, (laughs) time travel. (laughs) We see the classic scene of a couple in a car, killer with a knife, you know, the old urban legend hook hand doorman. Hook and Doorman. Hook and Doorman. Hook and Doorman. We talk about that in an older, a much older episode. Much older. And we probably need to revisit some yeah, of that stuff. Yeah, yeah. Because that was... Was that first year second I year? Was, I think first year. First year. Because I think that was part of the origin stories. Because mm. I was talking about uh, Missouri yeah. uh, uh, legends. Ooh, mm. dear listener. Ooh. What could have I been talking about? Yeah. I just want to point out that the dialogue in this movie is really quirky. It's a little quirky. They yeah. use a lot of like weird like like fart knocker and, and like like it's it was written by Beavis and Butthead. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Because uh, this couple that we see in the car are exchanging words and yeah. like 
it's harsh. Yeah. But it's also kind of humorous because they're using stuff like, oh, you fart knocker and stuff like that. (laughs) Yeah. Of course, we know what's going to happen to this couple. Mm -hmm. We don't need to say, and we don't need to say, especially because it's a fake out. Yeah. It's it's a a movie. It's a movie within the movie. Oh, no. Just that's our theme this year is the fake out and movie in a movie. We got a lot of themes this year. I'm just grateful that the themes that were in the beginning of this list uh, didn't continue. Same. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. It turns out that this movie is being watched on a phone by a student by the name of Loomis. Hey, wait a minute. Yeah. And he's obviously a horror fan. Uh Yet another. Yeah. Must be related to Mike. <laughs> Must be related to Marshall. Oh, man. Old Eminem. Hmm. <laughs> Real some shady himself. Uh, <laughs> yeah, the professor in this class is like, Boom, Mr. Loomis, do you need to be watching movies on your phone? Let me tell you a little something about real horror. It starts talking about urban legends and what they are and asking the class, like, do you know what an urban legend is? What's the point of an urban legend? You know, and all that kind of stuff. And he's like, I'm not talking about that nasty little dictionary on the internet either. <laughs> <laughs> After he's done talking about the urban legends, he slits his throat open. <laughs> and it's another fake out. Damn, we got too many of these fake outs. Yeah, too many. Mm-hmm. After this fake out, there's a cut to this room that's covered all in plastic with like news clippings up and whatnot. Yeah. Of like various murders and various, all that kind of stuff. It's, yeah, it's just various a, murders and whatnot. Yeah. Um, and the credits play as we see scenes of a lady being tortured. Yeah, yeah. I was just like, oh, is this a snuff film? Yeah, we've already <laughs> had like three films in one already yeah. in the first like what fifteen minutes. This here. doesn't bode well. Woo! We've had this before in a different anthology movie we reviewed uh-huh. uh, two Halloween Eight Disease ago. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yep, it's a little too much, but we do get to see our title screen, Volumes of Blood. And (laughs) I want to start out by saying it was really funny when we were watching this. I was like, oh, man, this looks like Kentucky. This Uh could be in Kentucky. Yeah. And it turns out, yep, that's exactly where it was filmed in Kentucky. I I knew it. Good eye, Autumn. (laughs) (laughs) I was very proud of that um, because we're seeing like all this drone footage of the town and we finally get to the library where we have a couple of friends playing this horror movie drinking game and we have another friend walk up yeah. and is asking what they're doing. Also, like their the phone rings and a voice comes over the phone. Phones don't work this way, by the way. Um, <laughs> the phone rings, it answers itself and it says, you're all going to die tonight. Oh, that's magical. Yeah. Uh, so we just have all this like little horror stuff happening. Yeah. And it's weird. And we have yet another person come mm-hmm. in to join on the in on the gang. Yeah, I guess. Do we want to knock out names? I mean. Does it matter? Really? It doesn't really, really matter mm. in the end. Anybody's name in any of these. True. Okay. So we'll just say three, three friends and mustache. 
Three friends and mustache. I think they're all friends. It's yeah. just that mustache seems a lot older than the rest yeah, of them. Yeah, like he's a teacher or something. Yeah, I thought that he was a teacher, yeah. but it turns out, nope, he's just one of the students. Yeah, and that... he's the, well, it's a community college. Yeah. It's like an episode of community. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I don't so... know why we were so confused, James. Yeah. I, well, I was just, like, for some reason, I was just thinking everybody's so young, and then you got mustache. And also, I don't know if I want to necessarily call the guy in the orange shirt uh, a friend. Because he's kind of a jerk. He is. But they're all kind of jerks to one another. Yeah. Cause, what is that? Because the girl, she's kind of like, ew, your stories suck. Yeah. Is Kentucky one of them states that's like 10 years behind everybody? No offense to our Kentucky listeners, but because it feels like the dialogue of this movie is from the early 2000s and not 2015. Yeah. It it was written by somebody in 2002. It has that vibe to it for sure. I don't know. When I was living there, it seemed ahead of the time, but that was me coming from Alabama, who is definitely 20 years behind (laughs) everybody else. So Listen, folks. I'm from Alabama, yeah. so don't and, worry. And Missouri ain't exactly ahead of its time either, <laughs> so <laughs> we can poo-poo on it all we want because we live here. <laughs> we have old, old mustache, old mustache, as we'll call him. Sure. Um, we know that he's a student because he's actually working on his thesis for the Urban Legends class that we saw earlier. And we kind of get mixed reactions from the gang about this. Like, yeah. urban legends, oh, that's lame. Yeah. Oh, no, urban legends are cool. Mm-hmm. And whatnot. And we get a clever movie device okay. of Mustache going, well, hey, for my thesis, I think we should just make up urban legends ourselves and try to pass them around the school. In fact, they should probably all take place in this very library. You clever dog, you. <laughs> That's how we only have one set. That's right. That's so clever. This begins our anthology where uh, we have our first story of... A girl studying in a library and she's all tired and we got a lot of like of her going oh oh yeah oh, she, rubbing her head she's obviously like super stressed yeah, and yeah. she's hardly probably gotten any sleep yeah and the thing that you might notice on the table in front of her is she has a bottle of aspirin and a bottle of allergy medication <laughs> yes. benadryl yes. like well 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 dollar store benadryl yeah and i'm just like mm, okay if you need to stay up maybe lay off the benadryl <laughs> <laughs> or maybe they should have just like had the pills like laying out instead well, that'd be of weird. that'd be weirder well i was thinking that they had it there to maybe like trick the audience into thinking she was taking like caffeine pills. caffeine pills yeah but these people folk, these people that take allergy <laughs> medication know what it looks like yes you know yeah, yeah. and also i can read yeah <laughs> <laughs> uh yeah so she's having herself a hard time when this uh this mysterious bald gentleman appears in front oh, of her very handsome yeah <laughs> lucifern yeah it's like lucerne fern lucerne fern uh-huh. love he, it <laughs> he introduces himself to her and she's like say 
You look like you could use a pick-me-up. I just happen to have this very special, important, and neat drink for you. This here will, is the bee's knees and will certainly pep up anybody's poo-pooed party. Yeah, of course she thinks that this is drugs. Yeah. She's like, why would you be offering this to me? This is weird. I don't do drugs. I'm definitely not going to take drugs to stay awake. Yeah, and he's like, this isn't a drug. No, this is an energy drink. Kapow! And it's all natural ingredients, too. Well, why haven't I heard of this kapow, then? Well, it's just coming out, and we're doing a marketing campaign and going around to local colleges to give kids an opportunity to try it out before it hits the shelves. Mm, well, it might be roofied, so no thanks. I understand. I was just trying to help you out. Honestly, my, my feelings are just a little bit hurt. I'll leave the can behind in case you decide to have yourself a sip. A good day. <laughs> yes, that is literally the scene. Yeah, yeah. Um, Pal the pretty, back. We, we acted that yep, out. Yep, probably pretty, just as well. Pretty cut and dry there. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> um, so we see her left behind, still studying, yes. and it's it's dragging on into the night, yeah. and she starts to look at that drink a little harder. Well, she's getting even more tired and goes to take some of the aspirin. <laughs> yeah, it's just like. Uh, Come on, folks. You guys couldn't have took three seconds to print out something that says caffeine or, or pep pills or yeah. something like that and slap it on the side of the bottle. It still has to be like uh, Piggly Wiggly's uh, brand aspirin. They could have gotten a couple of yellow jackets from the gas station yeah. for her to be almost taking. At the very, like, yeah, like they sell those at Dollar Tree. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she finally goes, you know what? Fudge it. I'm going to take a sample of that drink. How bad can it be? She takes a couple of sips and woo-wee, woo-wow. She, uh, she has a little bit of a side effect. Yeah, she's instantly getting hot and she starts to have a nosebleed. Autumn, can I just list this off as if it was a pharmaceutical commercial? Sure. Side effects for Kapow may include getting hot, nosebleed, confusion, blurry camera, weeping blood, tooth loss, foaming vomit, and exploding head. <laughs> That's exactly it. <laughs> and probably just as quick. It's very, just as quick, yep, because she goes to the bathroom, gets dizzy, head explodes. Yeah, 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 yeah. And all those little other little, like, side effects is what you see on screen. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> head explodes, the end to her. However, ha-ha-ha. Lucifern has another potential customer. That's right. Say, you look like you're a little tired. <laughs> Everyone at the table kind of thinks the story was a little lame. Yeah, a little lame, a little preachy. Yeah. And they're just like, well, you know, this doesn't really work because the fact that a good urban legend has to have that certain, I don't know what. Yeah, the girl... That's there. She's just like, well, when I think of urban legends, I think of ghosts. Yeah. And to me, uh, I don't really. Th I don't think I don't of ghosts. Know. I think of. I don't think of the supernatural when I think of urban legends. I think that they're more like actual things Calls. that can accidentally happen yeah. or whatever. Like the cat and the pate, one of my favorite urban legends. The, uh, you know, keep your doors locked. The calls keep your coming doors from inside locked. the house. Yep. Hook yeah. hand doorman. Hey, there's a hook hand doorman. Come on, folks, look it up. <laughs> <laughs> there's a whole other movie. I can't remember what it's called. That's about urban legends. If only I could remember the title of it. Uh, that covers this much better. It also came out like 
10 years before this one. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so this might be my favorite. I was going to say the exact same thing before we got started. Um, I do think that out of the four stories we hear, this is the stronger one and it doesn't even have any dialogue. Yeah, yeah. Uh, So... It's in black and white. It is very clearly an homage to Clerks. Mm-hmm. I was surprised that Jay and Son Bob didn't show up. Well, yeah, because, I mean, they even show one of Kevin Smith's books yeah. in yeah. the frame. So it's like, hmm, I wonder where your inspiration came from. Yeah, the library clerk is putting up books. And as he's pushing around uh, his little book cart, uh, we keep seeing little flashes of a creepy lady watching mm-hmm. him blurry in the background yeah, or in I, between the books. I love the first time we see her because I don't think we were supposed to see her yet. Oh, yeah. Because she's like on top of the books. Yeah, yeah. Like it's, was... a, it's a wide shot of the library mm-hmm. and she's like peeking out of the very top like of the shelf. Yeah, it was a really good shot. Yeah, if you if you weren't really looking, you would miss it. This is... They do such a phenomenal job with the atmosphere mm-hmm. uh, for it. And this is, it's very, very, very simple. And all it is, this guy is trying to put up this one book that's about ghosts. Mm-hmm. And as he's doing his mundane tasks late at night, the book keeps falling off the shelf or he keeps finding the same book. Yeah. And it does such a really good job of, you know, whenever you're working by yourself late oh, at yeah. night, you get this certain feeling. Yeah, someone's watching something's you. Something's watching yeah. you, yeah. Or there could be a ghost nearby, whatever. Yeah. And this little mini short, it encapsulates that feeling so well. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and just to cut it cut this short short ultimately is it's a lot of that it's a lot of just like quick little flashes of her and then he he ends up finding the book like his final time ultimately Mm -hmm. and uh, the book's bleeding and he's like what the fuck and he you know he goes to pick it up he's looking at it and when he lowers it it's the ghost woman screaming he wakes up startled and like it's it's at the beginning of the night again where everybody's leaving Mm -hmm. and just as the last patron leaves the library we see that she's behind them again one final jump scare yeah solid solid story yeah and as i said there's very little dialogue i think they do an announcement that the library is closing in 10 minutes at the beginning and then the other piece of dialogue is the ghost screaming on the final scare yeah in in his dream essentially and it's just love a it. r- really effective yeah. little movie. Well, we love a silent protagonist. Oh, yeah. And and that's just like, they did a fantastic job for it being a, like, it, it really is, how long we're talking about it is about how long the short mm-hmm. is. It's very, yeah. very quick. Yeah. And it didn't it, need to be any longer. And it is honestly just the atmosphere of it. It's yes. great. Yeah. So back with our, our our gang of storytellers, old orange shirt is just like I don't really like that. That was stupid. Yeah, they compare it to well, insidious much. Yeah, is what they say, and it's like okay, each 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 of these little vignettes are ultimately at the end compared to another film by yeah. the other people this one was just silly because i was yeah. like really insidious that's, that's probably not, not the one i would have that's used. not the one i would have went with yeah. but okay <laughs> um, 
This brings us to the next story, which opens with a crapped lens flare. Mm -hmm. And I think what really hurt this segment is uh, the overuse of jazzy shots and trying to use all these like kind of like edgy effects and stuff. And as we've seen with, uh, I'm going to compare it to Zombie War. This is the first time I'm going to compare it to Zombie Wars where that was an issue with some of the better stories in it was the people that made it, I guess, didn't feel like it could stand alone on its own merit. Yeah, so they wanted to put like essentially art school yeah. porn in it and, and yeah it doesn't do anything if it's not adding to your story it's unnecessary and it's very unnecessary in this yeah yeah it will and i mean ultimately sadly enough this the story is it feels like unnecessary for a lot of reasons yeah. so it what it ends up being is that there's a girl studying in the library wait what another girl oh, studying oh my god imagine that and this creep comes up to her and is being a complete jackass but wait a minute they're a couple yeah i don't know why she lets him talk to her like that he is dreadful and everything he says is just like fucking awful and like he snuck in a bottle of whiskey and the last that we see him after him being a complete dick to her the entire time is he's like jerking off the whiskey bottle like he's like it's his dick and it's just it's yeah and, and it's very crude it's very crude and like there's a patron in there it's like oh my god really and he's like oh screw you <laughs> i did find it funny though that the characters in this are named norman and sydney oh yeah no, okay, yeah. bust out them names. Yeah, I'm gonna yeah. I'm gonna bust out the names yeah. for this one because I thought that was cute. Yeah, but other than that, I hate I hate Norman. Yeah, well, because he's a fucking film bro, also, and it's yeah. just like talking yeah. about. Uh, I hate him. Everybody's had this kind of guy in in their film well, class. Yeah, and like he's always showing Sydney his scripts, and she's like, ugh. Yeah. I don't yeah. really want to. But she, I'm not really into it. Yeah. He's just like, well, see you around. Well, okay. Here's the other thing mm. of why are they a freaking couple? Because she's talking about how she doesn't like his film script. She doesn't have a lot of faith in him. Yeah. Blah, blah, blah. And pretty much as soon as she's at school, she's going to be dumping him anyway. Yeah. Okay. Then, then go ahead go and do ahead, it. Go ahead and do it. You're He's already, a jackass. Yeah, you've already dumped him. <laughs> he knows you're dumping him. So what are we doing? Yeah. You just... Sticking around hoping that it'll strangle you. Yeah, like, or he'll change. Like guys do that are yeah. like this. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's not getting better. No. Uh, he finally leaves and she does more studying and we get this cool effect on the clock where it goes from early evening to late evening. Well, okay. So she's got to stay at the library so long because Norman's brother works there. Yes. And he said, you can stay as long as I'm closing and I'll get you to Norman's party. Yeah. Um, also, Norman dropped on Sydney, though. He's like, hey, my brother's got a crush on you. That's why he said you could stay. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Sydney ends up waking up confused. We have a lot more lens flare and other jazzy effects on the camera uh, as she's stumbling around the library looking for Norman's brother. Yeah, it's almost... Like she was drugged or something. Uh, She's kind of acting funky. Yep. She calls out uh, for Wes. Oh, like Raven. Yes. (laughs) Unfortunately, she does not find Wes. 
like Craven. Uh, she instead is greeted by Frank from jo- Donnie Darko in a ghillie suit. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It uh, it almost looks exactly like Frank, except for like his ears are floppy and his yeah. mask is a little like I think wider. They, I think they popped out the the mirror eyes. Yeah. And and, and yeah, he's ultimately in a ghillie suit. Yeah, it, or a I think, really ratty. I think Frank he, it's costume. just a really ratty like. As a discount. Bunny suit. They got it from Spencer's. <laughs> uh, <laughs> well, this movie only had $4,000, James. Okay, Come on. that's fair. Come on. That's, that's why I'm thinking it might have been somebody's... It, this is Kentucky, so it's probably... Could have been their cosplay, honestly, be, of yeah. Frank. Uh, uh, <laughs> anyway. She ends up being chased around uh, by uh, by Frank, in, uh, and uh, she ends up stabbing him, and the lights come on, and it is revealed, uh, like in the in the shuffle, like her phone gets knocked out of her hand. Yeah, and her voicemail comes on because that's phones how work. phones yeah. work. Yeah, of course. And it's this long voicemail from Norman revealing that yeah, him and his brother did roofie her, mm-hmm. and they thought it'd be real fucking funny to pull this this horrifying prank. That you, she was gonna wake up in the middle of the night, be chased around by a killer bunny, and then what was, what's the punchline here? Yeah, what was what was gonna like? They were just gonna scare her to death and How think was that gonna she end? was gonna die. Yeah. Or... Well, if she fell down the Worse. stairs and died. Yeah. So, <laughs> so anyway, yeah. So it's then revealed that whoops, she stabbed Norman. Norman was the one in the uh, the the outfit. And... I thought it was Wes. Mm-mm. No. Uh, oh. Yeah, no, no. She killed. Thank God. Like, well, too. I mean, like, she's really on. distraught. Yeah, though. yeah. No. And I'm like, why, girl? <laughs> yeah, for real. Yeah, Wes comes around. And says, oh my God, what'd you do? The end of the story. <laughs> I guess that could be a pretty good urban legend, though. Yeah, like, mustache honestly. liked it, yeah. and it also does teach a lesson. It does teach a lesson. Don't be a dick. Don't don't, don't be pull drugging. a prank, bro. Yeah, don't fucking drug people's drinks and shit. Yeah. Get that get out of here. Yeah, creep. don't be just don't be fucked up in general. Yeah, go if you're gonna be like that, you can just walk into the ocean. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> Old mustache actually liked this story and he's just like Say, maybe we ha- should have a conversation about old scratch. The devil himself. Oh. And begins to tell his story. That actually takes place on Halloween. Hey. He had to say that. Yes. We have a really spooky atmosphere as the camera mm-hmm. comes into the library. And we see the uh, the librarian uh, checking in books and such. Her name's Paige, in case you're wondering. She's on the phone, and you can tell somebody's yelling at her on the phone. When she hangs up, she's crying and, and continues to, to check in books. And that's when this kind old man comes up that is inexplicably Irish. <laughs> and yeah. this is a thing. Her co-worker. I'm yeah. fairly certain that this man is not actually Irish. I don't know. There is actually a pretty big Irish population in Kentucky. But he started losing that accent. I mean, I mean, he's been living in Kentucky. <laughs> okay, fine. Yeah, all right, fine. Every other sentence he sounds like he's from Kentucky. <laughs> <laughs> but he's just like, you know, I'm not doing the accent. Because <laughs> uh, we have Irish listeners, and I'm not going to be that guy. Um, <laughs> so anyway, he's just like, oh, you know, what's the problem? And and 
it was a call from her ex's mom, give, you know, still blaming her for her ex's death. Yeah. Holy crap, we're getting... <laughs> we're getting a lot of exposition in, yes, a, in such a short story. But yeah, essentially he had killed himself and yeah, his mom was pretty much telling Paige that she should kill herself yeah, too. Yeah, that's right. To cheer her up, the man, I don't think he actually has a name. I don't know. I don't think so. All oh. I know is that it's her co-worker and... You know, he's, he's like, he's just saying that guy was sick. That guy was sick. Also, say, have you ever heard the story of the Daisy? Oh, my God. Yes. Yeah. I. <laughs> OK. If anybody's ever seen the good parts of Little Britain, one of our favorite skits is the lady that writes the books and she goes, have you ever read the Bible? Well, here's how it goes. And yeah. she starts listing off the Bible. And yeah. that's pretty much what this scene was. was yeah. He's like, oh, have you ever heard of the Daisy? Well, here's how it goes. Chapter mm -hmm. one. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's it's way too long of an explanation of the story. And yeah. it's supposed to make Paige feel better. Mm -hmm. And she's just like, you know what? You go home to your wife. You you were leaving anyway. Yeah. I'll be fine clothing. I don't need to hear any more about your daisy. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Uh, they end up finding an old book uh, called Encyclopedia Satanica. Ooh. And uh, the man ends up telling Paige about the book. Like he happens to know what this old mysterious book that just magically uh, appeared. Uh, yeah, he's like looking through it and going, yeah, there's all sorts of rituals and yeah, yeah. illustrations. Yeah, and, 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 oh, and, where'd and, this book come from? Uh, how strange. But oh, by the way. Um, if you whisper the name of a dead person and then kiss the book, uh, you'll be able to speak to the dead. But that's all nonsense anyway. Ta! You better toss out that book and it better, it better be gone when I come back. Ha-cha-cha. I'm outie. Yep, yep. <laughs> um, Paige is... No. They literally say bye to each other like a million times in yes, this scene. It keeps going. <laughs> <laughs> Finally, he leaves. They aren't even in the Midwest, y'all. <laughs> That's right. Yeah, they didn't have to do the thigh slap. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Finally, he leaves, and Paige is sitting there by herself. She's still doing the the book check in, and she keeps looking at the mysterious book and just like, ah, you know what? Let's give it a shot. So she ends up saying the name of her uh, dead boyfriend, kisses the book, <gasps> and then nothing happens. Oh. Silly page. There's no such well, thing as ghosts. I mean, she does go and investigate, calling out Derek, yeah. Derek, Derek, Derek. Oh, I just need to get a grip. Of course. Yeah. Of course, it wouldn't work. However, <laughs> a flat like uh, a couple of daisies <gasps> appear on the mysterious book. Ooh. She starts to put away the books that she checked in and she kind of feels like she's being followed and she might just be. That's right. Yeah, we get a little bit of a little, like jump scare of somebody running by uh, behind her. Hey, okay, maybe things are shaping mm -hmm. up. Uh, she just chalks everything that she experiences up to imagination. Yeah. All in my imagination. Mm -hmm. She ends up finding the flowers and just like, okay, this must be a, uh, a prank. Yeah. She's like calling out. Okay. Cool prank. Awesome. Come out now. Yeah. This is funny. Hey, threatens police and uh -huh. everything. And then the devil appears in front of her or at least somebody wearing a devil's mask. Yes. And it's revealed 
that it's her dead boyfriend. She passes out and as she's coming to Derek is his name. Uh, <laughs> he's doing the classic. She loves me. She loves me not with the daisies. And she's just like, holy crap. I can't believe that you're, you're here with me. Yeah. It's not such a happy reunion though, no. because Derek's like, you're the reason why I'm where I am. And here's the reason why I'm getting punished in the afterlife. Mm -hmm. This sucks. You suck. Yeah. And she like is just apologizing profusely. Yeah. And he doesn't accept because not only did she ruin his life, but it turns out that she was also sleeping with his brother as oh, well. Oh, typical. Yeah. So not only did she like end up breaking up with him and sleeping with his brother, but she was definitely the reason why he committed suicide. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> And he makes sure she knows this. Yeah, uh, he then chases her around. He ends up stabbing her in the hand, and then he goes to stab her again. However, uh, she pulls some sort of, like, martial arts move mm -hmm. and, like, breaks his legs yeah. and, and runs off. However, when you're undead, it doesn't really work. Getting kicked in the legs doesn't stop you. Yeah, no. She's chased more until she eventually gets back to the book and she tries to like kiss it again, but it's like all bleedy and yeah. gross now. And this this doesn't work. No. Trying no. to reverse the spell doesn't work. I'm sorry. Yeah. Derek now has more of like a demonic look to him and mm -hmm. it's just like you fool you can't just call the dead and expect them to leave and then he explains that he's not even Derek uh, Derek is still in hell mm -hmm. and that he is something else that she has released and <laughs> and that uh, she's going uh, to go to hell too and then proceeds to stab the shit out of her yep then he's just like well I guess being a librarian is like being a Highlander and uh, if you kill a librarian, you then become the librarian. Oh, no, uh. <laughs> that's not. <laughs> you might have thought, but <laughs> he's not going behind the desk to be a librarian, James. Oh. He's going behind the desk to use the phone so he can call his brother to the library. And he uses Paige's voice, too. Oh, now, do you think that his brother is also a librarian? There could only be one. I don't think so. Uh, I think I that know. he's just a loser that slept with his brother's girlfriend. Okay, fair enough. <laughs> hey, end of story. <laughs> yep, another cut and dry ending. <laughs> you know, usually when you cut, it's wet. And, huh, we're at our fourth story now, but there's still, like, 30, 40 minutes in the film? Yep, What's going yeah. on? Holy God. Oh, no. Like Maybe it's kind of like One Cut of the Dead, where, where everything's going to be revealed. But uh, but first we have Old Mustache just like, you know, the problem with these or urban legends is that a good urban legend needs to stick. Yeah. And the only way we're going to get this to stick is if people actually die. And he starts stabbing everybody and cutting their throats. Mm -hmm, um, mm -hmm. But then... As the cutting is happening, we also hear someone say, cut, 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 cut. Cut, 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 cut. And it's a director. Oh, my God. It is one cut of the dead. It is. And it's another freaking fake out. We were yeah. watching a movie being made. made. Oh, boy. Oh, and uh, the director is a big old diva. Ugh. Okay, folks, this is when you can go ahead and turn off the film. Yep. You can just be like, ah, those were some nice little those stories. Those are some interesting stories. It's pretty good. Cool. However, if you keep watching, 
we then have this what seems to be unscripted um, almost yeah almost unscripted uh dialogue of the director tearing into everybody awkwardly yeah. the special effects person is obviously not doing their job properly because they're using ketchup on the oh set oh my god you can't use ketchup on the set and it's just all this stuff and everybody ends up taking a break and splitting off however a real killer has arrived it starts killing off all the crew members. Okay, well, this is unique. Yeah, we just see kill after kill after yeah. kill. With happen. all these people that we have no idea who they are, and it doesn't matter. Oh, and also, for whatever reason, they start putting a timestamp. Yeah. To show that, oh, it was 9.15, now it's 9.38. It's just like, I didn't yeah, need it, this. It, it doesn't, it, yeah, that part was unnecessary. Well, I mean, well, this, this whole, part, whole this whole section is yeah. unnecessary. Yeah. Sorry to the diva director, yeah, sorry, PJ. Yeah, sorry, PJ, uh, which I believe is his real name. Yeah, I have no idea if that's true or not, but I also feel like this part of the movie was probably a little more appreciated in the um, small community. Yes, okay, because there's also, they show local radio hosts yeah, it seems talk about like, their cameo. It seems like there's a lot of inside jokes during this portion. So this is what I think happened, Autumn. Okay. I think this got tagged on for people that donated to the Kickstarter mm -hmm. to get to be in the movie. Right. And so these are all the patrons and the angels and stuff that funded the film. You get to get killed on a movie. Isn't that fun? Yeah. And, and I and, mean, I'd do the same thing. And here's the thing. <laughs> we absolutely support, you know, local cinema. Yes. We, we support, um, you know, independent films and such. However, however. We need to let everybody in on the joke, especially if we yeah. want it to be, you know, readily available for yeah. the general public. It needs to be impactful. Because, yeah. like, there's a lot of movies that have inside jokes. And we've yeah. seen plenty of indie, indie films that are very, like, heavy-handed for what's to their local uh, stuff. But it does not build around that inside joke. Yeah. And it definitely isn't the ending of the damn film. Yeah. Basing the entire movie around, like, all these, like, winking at the camera moments and that's what kind of spoils the whole fun mm -hmm. is is just like oh well, okay like th this last 30 minutes of the movie is is dedicated strictly to the town that this movie was made in which is real nice of them yeah i'm pretty sure that the film festival that this got shown at yeah it got plenty of laughs yeah it got plenty of guffaws yeah 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 i'm pretty i'm very sure it was much appreciated yeah Unfortunately, since we are not from that town, we're not from that town. Yeah, um, and we're not members of that library. <laughs> yeah, we're just film reviewers trying to find a V movie yeah, for yeah. A to Z. Yeah, watching a movie made seven years later, and had some cool little bits in it. Yeah. So ultimately, all the crew members get killed. Uh, the director ends up being stabbed. And we get a little bit of a trauma special effect where yes. the killer runs over the director's head. There are... Uh, there are some good effects. There's some good effects yeah, in this yeah. part. I, I will want, say yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, the kills are solid. Yeah, it's just very cool. It's just unfortunate they were wasted on this. And it's revealed that the killer is actually the special effects person. Yeah. <gasps> or is it? <gasps> because there's another killer. Damn it, another oh fake out. Oh, my God. Okay, and also, by the way, the credits keep rolling and getting interrupted. Yes. Because we have all this. Uh, then we have, like, a mid-mid-credit scene. Yeah. Then we have a mid-credit scene. And then we have, like, a just a during-credit scene. Like, like uh, yeah. Because... Uh, they, they opened it up for a sequel, essentially. Yeah, because there's a kid being 
taken out on a gurney and ends up we get like almost like a, the end of thriller with the spooky eyes yeah just need vincent price to be laughing yeah so as far as verdict goes uh-huh i don't hate it i don't hate it i think i don't it's definitely not mandatory watching however no i think that if you are a filmmaker Mm-hmm. And or somebody's getting into film or whatever, uh, or at the very least, just to support like truly independent yes. cinema, like I gotta give it a watch, uh, like mm-hmm. it to could, get some inspiration from it. Yeah, I was gonna say it could be a really good study for an yeah. uh, independent filmmaker yeah. with a very low budget. Because I think that there was a lot of pretty uh, effective effects in this. Yes, yeah. and and here's the thing is. Each one of the stories, they have something about them that makes them like, you know, they're not a waste of time completely. Yeah. Like the last story uh, with the girl and her, the ghost of her ex was kind of, it was very rocky for the first half. And then, yeah. it, and then it came together and then it was just like, eh, okay. Very beautifully shot though. Yeah, yeah. I it will was, say well, the atmosphere love, and everything was good in that one too. Yeah, and the music. like, yeah. the, Like I loved that, like how that segment was filmed was fantastic. It was probably one of the better filmed segments Mm -hmm. and that's even up against old clerks, but (laughs) it, it just, you know, there was, and that's the thing is these are people that have this, their first time. Mm -hmm. So not bad for first. Definitely not bad. And here's the crazy thing, folks, is this has a sequel. There's yes, a there's it, a second volumes of blood. It does actually have a sequel because they opened it up for yeah. one. So that little kid better be demonic in the second one. Here's hoping it, it's also an anthology, obviously, because it's volumes of blood. Um, I don't know a whole lot of other details, but it is streaming, and mm-hmm. I probably am going to give it a watch just oh, yeah. because. Hey, maybe maybe the next year's A to Z will have volumes of blood too. Hey, maybe. Um. So. So yeah. Just watch it if yeah. you're bored. Yeah, that's it. Um, <laughs> if you decide to watch it, it is available on Tubi. Ooh, thank you, Tubi. Hey, thank you, Tubi. Um, not a sponsor still. This is four years in, folks. Four years in. Uh, Does anybody know anybody at yeah, Tubi? Anybody Tubi? Yeah, let them know that we've been advertising for them for free. I know it's a free service, but they get money from their ad revenue, and we're ads, so I, I don't know. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but anywho, uh, check it out. Give it a watch, folks. Yeah. Um, that brings us to the end. This episode of Podcast Magoria's Halloween A to Z. Our next episode is our W episode. W for Werewolves Within. Ooh. Oh, uh, haven't seen it. Wanted to see haven't. that in theaters whenever it came out. Yeah, so glad. I really wanted to see it. Yeah, it was really quick when it came through. Yes. Anywho, we'll talk more about that next time. Until next time, if you find yourself with some overdue library looks, well, you better get down to that library because you don't want them fees to be haunting you. And while you're down there counting out your pennies to pay off that late fee, be sure that you do a few things. See what's in the new arrivals. Learn the Dewey Decimal System. Does that still exist? Who knows? And most importantly, you must stay spooky. Scree, scree, scree. Bye. That time it was an intelligent bat. You've been listening to Podcast Magoria with Autumn and James, starring Autumn Campbell and James Davis, produced by Taryn Westphal, with music by James Davis. Like what you heard? Subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. 
and be sure to follow on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter for posts related to Podcast Magoria Productions. And as always, stay spooky. Ha, ha, ha.